0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm Bob Mendelson, and this is the Bob's Your Uncle podcast. Today we're going to be speaking about self-identification and dysphoria and lots of other considerations. we got a lot to talk about. Thanks for joining me for this Season 3, Episode 27 of the Bob's Your Uncle podcast. Of note, the opinions are strictly my own and those of my guests. I hope you enjoy Mendelssohn's Violin Concerto in E minor. It's one of my favorites. You can now find us and comment to us wherever you get your podcasts. Tell us what matters to you, what triggers your joy, what bothers you in the world. Let us know. We'll see where the spirit leads us. Whether you're at home, online, on the road with me in your headset at the gym, or out for your evening constitutional, wherever you get your podcast, that's where we will be. Thanks for being with us these 18 Minutes. But I, do know that I love you and I know that if you love me too, a this be. On this date in history, the 27th of June in 1693, the first women's magazine called "Ladies' Mercury" was published in London, England. In 1844, on this date, Joseph Smith, founder of the Mormon Church, was murdered by an armed mob in Carthage, Illinois. And on this date in 1954, the 27th of June, the world's first nuclear power station to generate electricity for a power grid commenced operations in Obninsk in the Soviet Union. And that's the historical marker for the week. I recently read an article in Healthline. I'll put the actual link in the description in the narrative. I read this article about gaining and answering the questions about our self-worth. I've been thinking about self-definition a lot lately, I suppose, since the Mardi Gras parade in Sydney and the whole business of Pride Month this month and such globally throughout June. People identify as one thing or another, and I wondered, what does that all mean? Could I identify as something other than what I actually am? Not, not only biology, but what other factors are involved? Well, the article in Healthline was written by Crystal Raypole, who is an author and editor for Good Therapy. She's committed to helping decrease stigma around mental health issues She has heaps of special interests, but it was this article on sense of self which caught my eye most recently. Let me read to you from this article. It was published a couple years ago and give you the highlights, at least my takeaways. She said, your sense of self refers to your perception of the collection of characteristics that define you. You may not spend much time consciously thinking about your identity, but it still affects your life. She wrote that some people can make it pretty far in life without giving their identity too much thought. Uh, So you might wonder, does a strong sense of self really make a difference? And she avers it absolutely does. She cites Erica Myers, who's a licensed professional counselor in the great northwest in the United States in a city called Bend in Oregon who says this, quote, having a well-developed sense of self is hugely beneficial in helping us make choices in life. From something as small as favorite foods to larger concerns like personal values, knowing what comes from our own self versus what comes from others allows us to live authentically, end quote. Now that's a a proposition that's pretty significant and it makes a person... (laughs) An island, oftentimes, so uh, the the author really wants us to get at where our sense of self falls on the spectrum, and she gives us certain questions to process. Uh, do I say yes to make others happy? Uh, by and she says this: defining yourself mostly by relationships with others, or your ability to please your loved ones, can suggest a less developed. Sense of self. End quote. She asks us to check our strengths and what brings us happiness and what our values are. She says this quote, Awareness of personal values can go a long way toward outlining your sense of self. Values describe the traits you prioritize in yourself or others empathy, honesty, trustworthiness, kindness, and so on. End quote. So there's lots of individual consideration, our attachments to others, our desire to fit in. And so this this business of dealing with who we are independent of the world around us is something that she definitely speaks of in this article in Healthline. She says this, that when you want to, quote, get to know someone, you spend time with them, right? It follows then that getting to know yourself better will involve some quality time alone." End quote. And then of course to do that, you have to experiment with new hobbies and volunteer, read more books, meditate, and keep a journal. So there's lots of ways to get help, uh, depending on whether you have low self-esteem or anxiety, depression, etc. So it's really a, a decent thing to consider uh, when Crystal Raypole talks about these things her concept of self isn't always easy to grasp. That's the bottom line, in part because your identity naturally shifts and develops over life as you learn and grow. In other words, we become who we are on the basis of intersection with others in the world. Now that makes perfect sense. So it's not so "Mm, I'm an island or (laughs) sitting on Walden Pond. It's a matter of intensely interacting with the me that i want to be over the function of time so i've been processing this in my 71 years of life and i've discovered if i may be so bold to say that i've discovered that my identity my self-identification comes most boldly most clearly most hmm, responsively to my identification with God himself. If I am in a good relationship with him, I've read the Bible, I've listened to a good sermon, I've sung some biblical songs that really lift me up or cause me to meditate deeply. When I get my life with God right, the rest of me gets right into place. So I looked up some biblical verses and, you know, we read the Bible every week on this program, but I've never really conducted a a long Bible study, uh, nor will this be one of those. But I do want to ponder some of these ideas that one of my favorites in Ephesians chapter 2, God says, we are his workmanship. The Greek word is poema. We're his poem. We're his artwork. We're his... Um, what shall we say, were his uh, design. And we were written like a beautiful poem, uh, like an epic or a sonnet or just a couplet, <laughs> whatever your self-worth is. But we are somehow mm, clearly uh, the, the result of God's design. Now, that's not exactly a new thought. The, the great King David wrote a ton of the Psalms. And in Psalm 119, he says that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. <laughs> wow, it's like the the great painters who ever painted know nothing about paint compared to the creator himself, who now has said that I'm not only his poem, but I'm wonderfully made. There's no one like me. It says in the Psalms that he's knit me in my mother's womb. My mother was a knitter and a crocheter, if that's the right word. And I think the the designs, the thing that you can see, I mean, think about it. This, this business of creation itself is glorious. I look at a piece of A concrete or granite or marble, and it's a block. And I say, "Huh, that's a block." But Michelangelo could look at it and see King David inside it. He'd carve this, carve that, and he'd carve away. And there was a statue. My wife and I have stood there in Rome, and we've seen the most amazing uh, statues that Michelangelo uh, created. And you think. How did he see that inside that block of marble? Well, even at the beginning of creation, we see that God made us in in our image. He created us as a reflection of who he is. So when I think about the designation that I have, who I am, my values, my desires, my gender is even designed, designated from the beginning, He made Adam and Eve, and he made us in his image, so there's somehow an identifier. So I I needn't uh, consider, well, let's see, should I go into the girls' bathroom? What Was it Pierce Morgan that I watched on a quick YouTube last week who said he was uh, debating, I guess, on some radio talk show about the business of self-identification, and he said to this woman who thought that um Pierce Morgan was somehow out of touch with humanity so morgan said what if i wanted to identify as a black lesbian and the woman said you can't do that he said why not you can identify as anything if the whole if the whole idea of self-identification is open for anything then why can't i and he was talking about the lunacy of it i i suppose You know, I mean no disparaging remarks towards people who are genuinely struggling with their own identity. I I think that's a reasonable thing to do. And I think that Crystal's article in Healthline would help them to talk about how I process who I am, what I want to be when I grow up, etc. But there are only two genders. And I don't have to be very clever. Biologically, I am who I am. And, you know, you, we've seen it in the Olympics when the Olympic Committee came out last year with the idea that if you are a biological male at puberty, then you cannot ever compete in a woman's competition in the Olympics. Now, that's that's pretty radical. But I'm not talking about Gender only. I'm talking about identification. He says in the in the good news or the biography written by his friend John, uh, we read this that uh, whoever receives him would become or capable of or could identify as a child of God. That's pretty remarkable. Yeshua himself even called people his friend in John chapter. 15. I think there's something about our worth. I mean, he says that he counts the the sparrows. He counts the hair on our head. He says, aren't you worth more than a sparrow? That's just really remarkable. This idea of our worth and our values should be shaped in our relationship with the Almighty. At least that's what I'm thinking of today. I'd love to hear your ideas. Can you hit me up on bobmendo at aol.com? or just write back to me on this platform where you're listening to this podcast and let's process this together if I can help that that'd be great if you want to talk to crystal raypole that that's fine whatever we can do to get what god says of us into us because if you get that right i think the whole world is in a much better place what do you think Hey, thank you to Susan, who wrote to me just a couple of weeks ago and thanked me for the podcast. That's kind of neat. I didn't know uh, she was one of the listeners. Um, she certainly um, uh, made my day. <laughs> she said, uh, Bob, your podcasts are an inspiration to me to continue my walk with God and to continue in thinking about subjects that I never had thought of before. Keep them up and keep me on my toes. Thanks so much. Well, Susan, you're you're very welcome. And uh, who knows, I might contact you and interview you soon and we'll see what you have to say to our Bob's Your Uncle international audience. By the way, next week, I've got a young lady who lives here in Sydney. Who's going to join me, and we're going to talk about contamination, and we're going to talk about space. Uh, these are her subjects that she studied at uni, and she is in involved in that in her workaday world. In my Facebook, which I uh, I use with regularity, sometimes to be a stirrer. And sometimes, uh, just to report what's going on, I put up this line, dysphoria is the name of the idea. Rejection of God's standards and God's love is the problem. And immediately after I put that up, line after line by this one and that one about inaccurate assessments and about people's kind and disrespectful remarks popped over and over onto my facebook platform feel free to comment there if you'd like but my goodness is this a hot button subject subject so well, let's get our relationship with god right and i think then we'll get our relationships with others right as well what do you think Don't forget to follow or subscribe, whatever your app asks you to do, wherever you get your podcasts. We want people to stay with us. We've got lots more great guests over the months and years to come, God willing. Until then, from me, Bob Mendelson. when things seem bleak or uncertain, look up to God. He's in his heaven, and Bob's your uncle. Shalom from Sydney.